what's up? Welcome to the OKB's OK podcast, episode 59, live from PAX West. Yeah. As you can see, we're live. We're also outside. As you chilling. can see on this audio podcast, we're live. As you can see, we're in front of an audience. Uh, we're not going to tell you how big or small the audience is. We like to keep that mystery, make people think we're cool. Uh, but joining me, Alex Van Aken. What's up, Alex? Yo, what's good? Yeah. So, uh, we out here. Yeah, we out here chilling. Me. Cheer for me. We got drinks. I'm not drinking anything. Uh, Alex, you drinking anything? I'm drinking a weird grapefruit thing. He's drinking a weird grapefruit thing. Uh, and we're That's hanging out. out. This is Sunday night. The end of PAX. Well, end of PAX for us. Alex is leaving in like... Four hours. Four... Dang. Wait, your flight's at five, right? Yeah. Oh, God. Okay, we need to do this podcast. <laughs> uh... And yeah, it's been a it's been a good weekend. Alex, how have you, how have you enjoyed this weekend? Good. I've just been kind of chilling, um, and it's kind of been nice. Like just we've been with friends all week, uh, so I've just been kind of low key and getting to play some games and just meet new people. It's been it's been fun. Yeah, man. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, the OKB's podcast is a weekly gaming and nerd culture centric show. This is where we get together and talk about the biggest topics in games and culture. If you like the show, subscribe to us on your streaming service of choice. Visit OKBeast.com and follow at OKBeast now on Twitter and Instagram. As I said before, we're outside. We're hanging out, hanging out with friends. And so if you hear ambient noise, that's what it is. Don't get distracted by it. In fact, this podcast is probably better quality than most of our podcasts since we're recording this in person as opposed to online. And so there's a lot less editing hassles we have good microphones um and yeah we're just chilling uh for the live audience feel free to feel comfortable and you know don't feel like you can't be you can't talk to each other or whatever if you if you talk to each other breathe one breath oh there we go there we go that's the Lacroix. yeah that's the Lacroix. once again this is a chill chill podcast so i want to start this podcast off unconventionally it's kind of been i want to turn this into a tradition because uh, our last live episode we did a racial draft where we drafted oh, okay. uh people into races in the same vein as like dave Chappelle in the racial draft yeah since for those listening i'm black i'm black <laughs> alex is white thank you for the context ian is something when there's context i feel less uncomfortable yeah but so- when people just randomly listen and people are like you're on team white now then it's just like you know yeah Exactly. And uh, if you don't watch Dave Chappelle's show, maybe you should. Maybe you should. I want to draft uh, Greg Miller to tw- Team Black. Okay. I feel like that's a dangerous choice. But we went to, we went to his cancer panel uh, yes. today. It was very good. Thank cancer, you, Greg. A panel all about how his journey through cancer about mm-hmm. five years ago, how he missed the, the first PAX West, and how he's, like, kind of his journey through, like, these last five years. Yeah. Um, it was really good, really touching. And I was kind of scared at the end he was going to be like, and I have cancer again. Yeah, right? I was like, There's, is there going to be some kind of announcement? Yeah, like, I'm very glad it was just, it was all good news. Yeah. Although it would be kind of twisted, right? Like, you invite all your nope. fans, like, <laughs> yo, I'm doing great, and then it's like, wait. Uh, no, but but Greg was awesome. Uh, our friends, uh, Nu and Rihanna, they like threw a party last night, which was really awesome. Yeah. Uh, Greg and them stopped by, and... Uh, a bunch of best friends. It was really awesome. Yeah. It was really fun. Uh, and Greg Miller's been like a real... He's been... I feel like he's been shoveling positivity into me like this whole weekend. Yeah, Like through like the... I mean, the panel itself, like the panel ended with a very very much like, hey, live your life to the fullest. Like our days... I mean, this sounds really morbid, but our days on this earth are like limited. Uh, and you kind of got to do what you can when you can. Yeah, just uh, shovel that positivity into me, you know? Yeah. Just shovel it. Shovel so it all in, in, into yep. me. 
Uh, and yeah, the party was fun. Mm-hmm. We're like Re- uh, Rihanna knew are gracious enough to let us record at their place right now. We're on the rooftop. It's uh, beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. I kind of want to move to Seattle. It's like gorgeous. Do it. Although I haven't been here when it rains, so yeah. Is it really depressing every other day of the year? Yes. Yes, <laughs> it is. Rihanna says no, but yeah, I would say so. Who who you got on Team White? Oh, I forgot we're doing this. Um, hmm. Team White. I'm trying to think of who I didn't, who I haven't already. I think I've already drafted Rihanna and New right last time. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, you guys are white now. Yeah, you're you're you you've been white <laughs> since May. Um, yeah, since May, you guys been white. Wait, wait, full stop. Full stop. What? <laughs> yeah. I knew that I was drafted onto your team, but like I. I didn't no, choose. I didn't choose the team names. When you're drafted onto the team, yeah, you're now you're white now. Oh, you're not okay. So you're not white. But you're on Team White now. Like you lend you lend your talents to Team White. Admittedly, I want to be on Alex's team, yeah. but like the team name's holding you back. Yeah, can we change the team name? Can it be like Team W? Team W. Can it be Team W? Team W. That's fine. Yeah, I, I'm good with that. Okay. Or just Team Van Aken. That's like. Yeah. There we go. No, I feel like that's cheating. Team VA. I feel like it's gotta be. It's gotta be racial. It's gotta be a. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, the edge. Whatever. But who do you got, though? Um, you can't draft the same people twice. Yeah. Or else LeBron would be making twice as much. We can't let that happen. Uh-huh. I'm going to draft. Hold on. I like how Alex is acting like we didn't just go to an all-black panel. Or, like, not, not an all-black yeah. panel, but a uh, diversity where's panel. Where's my business card? With oh my plenty gosh. of nominees. Shanae! Thank you. Thank you, New. Uh, Shanae, she was on a panel that we went to. We went to um, uh, a panel called Hustle and Flow. This evening, it's currently Sunday. Um, Is she the one that hurt my feelings? No. Oh, okay. Um, and we had, like, Khalif was on there, Tanya, a whole bunch of people. Um, and, yeah, Shanae was awesome. She uh, she was very insightful. Is she the one and, that worked for 2K? Yes. Yeah, she, okay. Yeah, yep. Uh, she's worked for Capcom, Microsoft, all sorts of people. She was freaking awesome, so I'm, I'm drafting her. And she'll probably never know. Nice. I'll cut off that segment right there so we don't get into uncomfortable places. Because... Uh, <laughs> The longer you you linger on race, either the more progress happens, or as we've seen lately in like the news media. I mean, we had this conversation last week. So our topic, our gaming topic of the show, uh, I want to talk about the impressions of the games we played at PAX. Alex, do you have your doc open by chance? Uh, no. Okay, well you're gonna have to go off memory okay. or your phone if you have it all written. Oh down. yeah, that uh, yeah. I got games it. we played. Okay. So I'll start off while you're getting getting your stuff. I'm open. good. I got it. So we both played Cuphead. Yes. We for twenty five seconds kind of played you're Cuphead. bad at video games. No, you're bad at video games. Who was the one alive? Who was the one that didn't uh, revive me? I was dodging enemy bullets. I I was working. I was trying to figure. What out the were buttons. you doing? You were in the sky, dead. I so for those listening, right? This is what happens. We will pick up the controller, mm-hmm. right? Uh, game starts. It's a boss battle automatically. I kind of wanted to do a platforming level, but apparently, like, we don't get to choose in this situation. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, boss battle starts. I'm like, okay, cool. What are the controls? Oh, I'm dead. Well, I'm a, I'm an angel. So like, when you're an angel, it's kind of like Super Mario Brothers uh, on the Wii, where like, you you die, your teammate can revive you because you're just floating in the air, right? I was floating in the air. I was like, hey, Alex, <laughs> can you revive me? No, I can't. Hey, Alex, a- Alex. To be honest, there was a part of me that wanted the glory of taking down the boss by myself. I'm not gonna lie. What happened ten seconds later? Uh, I I did not take down the boss by myself. Um, we went and got food or something. Some good chicken. We did get I some died. good chicken. Yeah. Yeah, Ezels. Shout out to Ezels. Yeah. We also played Cuphead. 
or not Cuphead. Sorry, we just talked about. I'm sorry. Yeah. We also played Floor Kids. We did kids. play Cuphead. <laughs> Could we just talk it's about Cuphead? It's also 1 a.m. and we're exhausted. Could you, we just talk about Cuphead for the next hour? Uh, yeah. We also played Floor Kids. Floor Kids is really awesome. So on was it Thursday night? Mm-hmm. Um, Nindy's I got in. Night. We all met up. Um, we went to the Xbox thing where we played Cuphead and, and a couple other things. Um, I think like Hello Neighbor and some other stuff. And then we went to the Nindy's at night uh, party, which. Uh, knew was very frustrated about and we all were with how it was laid out um, and it could have been much better but anyways they had some good games there um, it sucked that we couldn't play more Yeah, uh, but like, we did play Floor Kids like you said I actually want to dwell on that because Nintendo sucks at this along with other things but this this specifically like they when you walk in right they give you like this stamp thing with mm-hmm. all the games that are displayed there and they're like oh if you get four stamps like if you play, if you play four games we'll give you a shirt yeah nobody, there's no way that anybody there got a shirt like, 0% chance. So Be- I heard that it changed to... So it was four games, like you said. Mm-hmm. Or I think you said. And then they dropped it at the last minute, or, like, the last few minutes, like, to two. Which I feel like is, like, was even impossible for yeah, most people. Yeah, that's... A, because we stood in line for about an hour just to play four Which is a game... Wars. Like, Floor Kids wasn't four even, kids. I feel like they weren't that well known. I'm butchering this name. Yeah. Yeah. They were showing off, like, a trailer three days earlier. Yeah. That they're, um... They're a thingy. Earlier. They're, uh, Nintendo uh, Spotlight. Not yeah. Spotlight. What's it called? They have a thing. Nintendo Direct. Direct. Thank, the, you. The, the Thank Nintendo you. Direct, right? Yeah. Uh, they should. This they basically a lot of the games that were at the Nindies at Night event were on the Nintendo Direct. Yeah. Right. And so you had Floor Kids. You had uh, Super Meat Boy. You had uh, tra- uh, No More Heroes wasn't there, but uh, Suda the Fifty One was there, mm-hmm. uh, just chilling. Uh, and you had does. Some, yeah, and you had some other games from that from that presentation. Golf Story wasn't there, sadly. I, w- I really want to play Golf Story. But, like, I stood in line for, like, an hour, or we stood in line at least for, like, an hour to play Floor Kids. Mm-hmm. And, like, by the time we got done, we're, like, if we stand, by the time we, like, get halfway done through another line, the thing's going to be over. Like, it's literally impossible to get the stamps that they're asking for. Yeah. Um, so, like, for, I don't know, I don't know if it was just our group or if everybody, I, I'd feel, I think that everybody would feel this way that, like, the event was kind of a waste of time. Unless you wanted to just go play one game yeah, or two at the most. Uh, um, I'm trying to think who uh, I'm looking at the developer right now. Floor Kids, yeah, they were really they're really awesome, and one of them was a b boy himself. Yeah, you talked to him for a little bit. Yeah, because if you're listening, you don't know I'm a b boy, uh, which is the reason why I was super interested in this game. And this game is awesome. Like I think it's like three people or so. Uh, the person who animated the game is a b boy, right? And so they're familiar with like the movements, the moves, like how like how yeah. you get into the moves, how you get out of the moves. And I was like looking at this game very closely, and I was like, yo, this game is really. Uh, accurate in their depiction of b-boying like it's actually it seems like it has a ha- lot of heart behind it it portrays the, sa- the style very well uh it has it has a lot going for it and so i'm super excited for it my only thing about it is that like it seemed kind of confusing to get like it's a rhythm game where you can kind of yeah. con- uh, my one thing when i was when, when i was in line waiting to play this game i was like i need to be able to control what i'm doing like i had to be able to choose my moves yeah. thankfully you are or at least you're able to choose like whether you're going to go into a power move or whether you're going to going to go into your footwork or freeze or top rock, which is the exact thing I want. Um, but it's also a rhythm game, and a lot of the, a lot of the prompts they showed I thought was kind of confusing, which is my same critique for the game B Boy on PS2, which I played a lot of. Which prompts were you talking about? Stuff like you know how like when the thing would pop up and it would be like it'll have the, like the beat like the pop. Like pu- and you were pu- trying to the hit X's. the squares with the yeah yeah so like I was like oh cool and I would try to hit them at, at the time that the game seemed to tell you but yeah. the, the dev was like oh no you just mash buttons and I was like are you sure well no I'm there trying- was there was one part where you mash buttons and one part where you had to be precise 
Yeah. But yeah, well, I agree. It was, it could have been more clearly yeah. presented. And it was presented in like, there's like these gray boxes all over the screen, which I didn't really understand. I feel like just aesthetically, it could have been a bit more pleasing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and the shout out to Hollow Labs are the ones who are developing it. Go follow them on Twitter. Um, but like you said, like, it seems pretty authentic. Uh, there could be some issues with the controls. I, you know, like, I'm bad at. It almost reminded me of a fighter, even though it's a rhythm game. Because there was. I got the sense that there were lots of, like. I mean, it's a rhythm game, but it's way more complex than, like, a guitar hero. Mm-hmm. I almost feel like I needed to know combos, which I'm not great at. But I was able to pick it up, and I felt like I was. And I was experimenting with, like, off rhythms and, you know, syncopated syncopated beats and stuff. Ooh, syncopated. Yeah, syncopated. I'm a musician. Thank Dude, you. them yeah. big words. I feel you, man. Um, yeah, and so I I enjoyed that aspect of it. Um, we'll see how it turns out. But, I mean, as of right now, the 10 minutes, if that, I played of it, I had a really good time. Yeah. How did you guys – did you guys play the game, right? Or who here played the game? I didn't. I was the only one. Newmare played the game. Newmare, how did you feel about the game? Yeah. Oh, you're the one that did not play the game. <laughs> oh, who did play the game? Everybody else. Everybody else did. Okay. Oh yeah, Wargroove was there. Wait, did you play Wargroove? I didn't play anything. You didn't play anything. See, and the Nintendo event sucked. Get better, Nintendo. Rihanna, how was um, Floor Kids for you? It was great. Uh, I thought the parts where you have to be really precise. Mm-hmm. Were Yeah, that's another thing, actually, is, like, I couldn't tell if I was winning or losing. And then, yeah. like, you could, there's there's certain button commands that, um, like, if you press, like, a direction and an X, it's supposed to go into a freeze, where, like, I'd pick something and, and not do what I'd want it to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so stuff like that, I was like, oh, this doesn't seem cool. But, like, as far as the concept and as far as, like, the style and all that stuff, like, they nailed it. Um, so far. Like, there's, yeah. it's still in development. So it's we'll got, like, a sketchbooky look to it. Yes, yeah, it's, sort it's, of. A, it's a cartoon. It reminds like, me of, like, middle school or high school, kind of. Yeah. Almost like a weird take on, like, Hey Arnold. I don't know. That was the vibe I was getting from it. I can like see that. Like, the city that it was set in. Mm. Um, I don't know. I got those vibes. I can but. see that. Uh, we both also played Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Yes. Yes. Which... We played it several times over the weekend. Yes. We tried to play it, like... <laughs> we we got... Like, we almost got in trouble for, for how much we played this game. Um... Well, we were we were told you cannot play. Yeah, we were told you. So need, you it's need, not you, like we can't, we did. You need to stop. Yeah. Uh, How do you feel about it? So again, not a fighter guy, um, but I am a fan of like old Budokai and Tenkaichi games. I used to play those on PS2 a lot, um, and I had a blast playing it. And I even felt like, whereas usually I don't, I, I felt like I got into a rhythm and I started understanding the game uh, pretty well, like my quarter circles, you know, combos and, and stuff like that. And I felt like. I was starting to learn the characters, even though we only played probably 10, 15 minutes of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I played a lot of Gohan, um, and I, I just liked his moveset. I played some Vegeta, uh, but overall, like, it feels incredible. I'm definitely going to be picking up this game. Um, and, it, like, it's Arc System work, so you know it's going to be good. Um, but how do you feel? You're the fighter guy. So, like, I really loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's pretty much everything I wanted out of db fighter i keep calling it db fighter z apparently mm-hmm. it's db fighters i don't know i don't know db fighter z sounds more i like db fighter dragon ball fighter z it seems yeah. on brand right yeah so like i liked it because it remind. and this is a weird description but it reminded me of marvel's capcom 3 
except like I felt in control. Less chaos. Yeah, like because I I played Marvel vs. Capcom Capcom three mm-hmm. quite a bit, and I I not really into it because I felt like there's too much going on 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 screen. I can't keep up with anything. Mm-hmm. I I didn't really like it. Uh, this game like it felt. It had it had like the great parts of that where like it had the flash moves like when you were doing a kamehameha the kamehameha felt powerful it felt like yeah. you, it it was, it was super stylish all that stuff um, but at the same time like I felt control over it yeah it kind um, of goes that it kind of goes to the edge of that like I feel like anymore and it would almost fall into that MVC category mm-hmm. but whatever I'm not sure if it's like more of an aesthetic thing or if it's just I think it's know, controls because because that like, might you, be it yeah if you press R two like you dash into your enemy. Kind of like mm-hmm. how, how, like, if you're playing uh, Budokai, I think yeah. if, if you double tap a direction and hold it, it'll do, like, the quick dash. Mm-hmm. Or, like, if you're playing, I mean, there's a better description. If you're playing uh, Tenkaichi, right? If you press, hold L2 and press X, yeah. it'll dash, it'll, like, home, have, like, a homing dash uh, mm-hmm. directly to your enemy. So this, if you press R2, right, in uh, Dragon Ball Fighters, uh, it'll dash to your enemy in that same way. And it's it, yeah. it's an easy way to close the distance. And I think that adds a whole new dimension to the fighting. To where, like, in Marvel vs. Capcom, a thing I would take in my mind while playing that game would be, how am I going to get to my enemy? Like, mm-hmm. like how am I going to close this distance? Uh, I'm fighting a, a projectile person. They're they're killing me from afar, and I don't sure. know how to close this distance. When when in um, when Dragon Ball Fighters, hold R two, and like you're able to just yeah, close it, get in for like a, a, a combo, get out. And I mm-hmm. felt like that moves uh, executing moves felt pretty easy. Like everything seems to be a quarter circle. I don't know if it's everything for every character, but for all the characters I played, all the moves quite seemed a to be bit quarter of the moves circles. were quarter circle. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which I like because I don't I don't need the moves to be complicated. Yeah. That's one of the things I kind of I'm not into um, when it comes to Street Fighter. Is that like I feel like I don't know how to do half the characters' moves mm-hmm. with like the commands. Um, but yeah, I feel like there's a tool set there, and it's gonna create like even as like a, like at Evo, I feel like there's gonna be a lot of special moments because of just like the tool set that is granted to the players. Yeah, like it's very it's kind of broad in a sense where yeah. it allows for kind of different situations. Some creativity. Yeah. So it's great. I'm stoked. Also, shout out to Chase Williams and the Woody Banter podcast. They're already talking trash. Oh, yeah. I forgot. We ne- we never challenged him back on this podcast. I don't All know right. if he did on PPR. No, not yet. Yeah. So, Woody Banter show challenged us to Dragon Ball Fighters because they think we're punks. They're going to be humiliated. Blessing, I will get good for you. That don't say that Just so that I can beat them. <laughs> <laughs> I will become good for you. Don't don't Stop saying for you. Then, so that I can beat Chase, like nothing. Chase that, is the most one of the most prideful well, people the, I know. That's in a not good the part way. of the phrase that, that I have a problem with. When, oh. remember, remember, we're at the panel, right? The yeah. uh, uh, hustle and flow panel, mm-hmm. and like you introduced me as your partner, which like I'm down with. But you got to watch the way you use the term partner because uh, like like they thought we were in love. We are, aren't we? <laughs> I mean, we are, but like, yes. would you be my partner? Yes. I mean, you're married though. If I wasn't, would you be my partner? I mean, I'm straight though. If I was if if I was not straight, right, and you and you weren't married, then like this. I mean, it could you be think another... we could work? Is what I'm asking. Uh, a romantic I, relationship. I, you work in a professional relationship, right, and in a yeah. friendship relationship. So yeah. like, that third so pillar ain't nothing there man. to you. Yeah. Wait, what did you say? There's nothing there to you. No, I'm just I'm I'm saying that that third pillar, like we can knock it down. Okay. I'm yeah. Done. Innovation. Uh, Sonic Forces. Sonic Forces is a bad game. Did you play Sonic? Don't first of all, don't say that. Did you play Sonic Forces? The first words you said to me were, "I'm worried." Yes, that doesn't mean it's bad. That just means I'm worried. It can't be bad until it comes out. Uh, Then it'll be bad. I'm giving him a dumb look right now. I'm judging. Okay, so I play Sonic Forces, right? Yeah. And I was super hyped for Sonic Forces, 
Sonic Force is one of my most anticipated games of the fall. Believe it or mm-hmm. not, and I know people are gonna, are laughing at me. I I played Sonic Forces, right, and I played three different levels, and they were all pretty kind of underwhelming. Would uh, you say they were good? Would I say they were good? Yeah. No. Would you say that they're fair? Yeah, they're they're I like they're they're it's kind of just like meh. It's like meh the Sonic game. Okay, so they're bad. They're not bad. Okay. There have been bad Sonic games. Most most Sonic games are bad Sonic games. I'm, this is going to be a bad Sonic game. This is not going to be a bad Sonic game. They presented their best it's gonna be to an, you. It's going to be an and okay this is Sonic your reaction. game. This is not their best because they 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 showed me Green Hill Zone, which is a level they do not need to put in the I'm Sonic game. I'm saying they showed you what they think is their best. Like from their perspective, man, Maybe this is, is what we have to show off. This is what people are going to love. We're going to put well, our best foot forward and your reaction was meh, I'm worried. I I see it as they're showing me what they feel they need to show, which is Green Hill Zone. It was which, very pretty. Which is uh, the whatever best showcases like uh, 3D Sonic, I guess, yeah. and the team stuff, which yeah. they just announced. Um, one thing I hated was that when you got hit, you you're, uh, you're, you you lo- you lose your rings, of course, because you're Sonic. But also, like your rings fly off screen, and you can't pick pick them back up. Seems I don't really know. If the, I don't know if that was in Generations or not, or from Crazy. Uh, but that was annoying. so. If they go off screen, you're just screwed. You can't pick them back up. Yeah, that's dumb. I don't know if that's all the rings, mm-hmm. or if it was just like in those specific situations. But when that happened, I was like, "Oh, this is annoying." Yeah. Um, there was that. Uh, there it didn't have as much heart as I wanted to wanted it to have. <laughs> what does that mean? There is a passion in Sonic games, and this game was lacking that passion. Okay. Um, I think it's funny that the Sonic game, Sonic Mania, that just came out, was developed by. Some hackers and modders mm-hmm. and just fans, and it was People, incredible for for Sonic fans. And then Sega releases an official Sonic game, quote official, and it's yeah. garbage or not it's garbage. I'm, I'm being hyperbolic, but it's not as great as Sonic Mania. Yeah, and like I, when I say I'm worried, I mean like it's going to be a strong seven out of ten. Okay. Six point nine out of ten. So worth people's a, time. You think six point nine? It's going to be like somewhere around that that ballpark yeah it won't be like a five mm-hmm. but it won't be like a eight or nine uh what else what have you played alex i played ruiner uh which i know new has played several times i believe um over the course of, of packs and we both really love it i think it's on the top of his packs or on top of his steam wish list uh, as he told me earlier and it's like creeping up for me uh it was some it was a game that kind of caught my eye probably you know several several months ago um, and it's a developable digital title, so if you're a fan of their games, you probably there's probably an inclination to check that out. Um, but it's essentially it's a top-down um, action game, and you are almost like if fans, if listeners are are familiar with Mr. Shifty. I know I talked about it on Pixel several several months ago when it first came out. It's like a way better Mr. Shifty in the fact that you can dash through the environment, which is becoming a, a very popular mechanic in indies this year. Um, several games have incorporated that, like this almost teleportation. Like if you're familiar with Hyper Light Drifter, uh, Mr. Shifty, games like that, you are teleporting essentially around the map, and it's to get closer to enemies to close gaps. Um, but it kind of adds on to that mechanic, and you can hold left trigger, I think, um, and you can almost you can almost pick the points to where you're gonna teleport, like be very precise, and it kind of slows time down. And so if there's a huge wave of enemies coming at you or a boss and you want to get, like, right behind them or, like, to the side so you're out of their fire, 
instead of like just pressing the button and perhaps like especially on controller be somewhat like inaccurate you can very much hone where you want to teleport to and it, and it works out really cool um they have a bunch of weapons and so the weapon lockers in order to open them as you find them throughout the environment you have to input like a sequence a code uh in a certain amount of time and, and it's just like a fun little mini game it's it's kind of trivial but and it might even get old after when you're like pretty far into the game but as of right now i thought it was just like a fun little take on instead of just holding x you know i'll do left right right trigger a x you know something like that to open it uh and i like that nice but game is good it's very stylish um very fun that's good to hear yeah alex i played monster prom Woo! yeah monster <laughs> prom i've watched monster prom monster prom is cool so like, and I might even invite Rihanna to talk about it because I played I played Monster Prom with her and like two strangers. Sure. And it's a competitive dating sim, where you're, you're like a monster. Yeah. You play as or you play as monsters dating other monsters. Uh, and Rihanna's to the microphone. Rihanna, what did you think of Monster Prom? Monster Prom was dream daddy, but for really fucked up high school kids. <laughs> yeah. That's that's that'd be my my short take on it. It Favorite. was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I like the competitive aspect of it. Something I've never really seen before in a dating sim. And even playing with the two strangers as we did, I felt really competitive. I wanted to be the one that got my prom date. Yeah. It's awesome. Like, uh, I think my favorite part is probably the writing. Like, yeah. That was really good. Yeah. Just watch, I didn't get hands-on, but just watching you guys and the choices you had. Yeah, like, funny. all the choices were, were pretty uh, spot on. And I'm not even, like, a dating sim person. Well, that's a lie. I play Persona. Uh, you also have Had a Boyfriend on your your PS4. I saw. Yeah, Had a Boyfriend is a great game, um, and I also really want to get Dream Daddy. Yeah. Um, and I also played a lot of like Flash dating Sims when I was a kid. Sure. Uh, that's a whole different story, but like, uh, Monster Prom, yeah, had great writing, mm-hmm. um, and like, yeah, Rihanna mentioned it, that like the competitive aspect is something that like I I had never seen before, or heard before, and even like we were at the What's Good Games panel and somebody mentioned it. They were like, oh yeah, there's this competitive dating sim <laughs> four player. A competitive dating sim uh, where you play as a monster in high school, and yeah. all of, like the what's good games games girls were were like what? Uh, and it seems like one of those games that people are going to pick up and uh, yeah, play once online. Hear it, it's gonna it's gonna probably blow up. Yeah, on Steam and such. Um, I liked that, and just like from additional context, I did like Rihanna said. I like the the take on the competitive aspect up to four players. It's a party game, right? And but a date, it's just like a weird juxtaposition. Um, but if you're, you're playing as like Frankenstein, uh, Teen Wolf, uh, Medusa, like all these characters that people know and love. There's like the, I think the the best character was uh, this gir- uh, ghost girl, and uh, she's really fun. But nice. Yeah. Uh, did you play anything else? Oh uh, yeah, I played a lot more. Um, so I think it was Friday. Um, I sat down, or Saturday, we sat down and played PUBG on Xbox One. Oh, yeah, we did. I forgot uh, about that. Which, how was that for you? Because you're the one who hasn't played it on, on PC yet. Yeah. It was cool. It was, uh, if you're hearing police sirens, because we're outside. Yeah. Uh, it was cool. Like, it was, um, it felt very lonely, which I think I like. Like, it reminded me of real life, almost, in, the, in like, the loneliness. <laughs> but, no, it, it, I'm sad about the way I, I went. Yeah. Because, like... I was um I was driving a car and there was another person I was like in the middle of the circle and there was another person uh, in a car just like ramming me I was like I don't know what to do and so I was like you know what in GTA I'll get out my car and I'll shoot that person and so I tried it got out my car 
Uh, as soon as I got got out of my car, they ran me over like super quick. It was <laughs> it was no contest. It was it was very brutal. Yeah. Uh, but apart from that, like I I think I see the appeal in it. Like I kind of enjoyed just like the me time and yeah. just like the chilling and, and like the I could die at any moment kind of feeling. Yeah. Um, it's a great feeling. Yeah, it seemed all right. Um. Okay. So I don't want to be too like. So I think we were playing a. I think we were playing the PC game, and I don't think we were playing Xbox One X's. It seemed like we were just playing Steam support, and we were playing against people who had mouse and keyboard. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I wish that there was more clarification on that, but it did not feel like an Xbox game, and I'm ninety nine percent sure we were playing PC against PC players, and it felt real bad. Uh, mm-hmm. Comparatively to like, of course, like mouse and keyboard is gonna be way more precise, but. It did not feel optimized whatsoever. Uh, the X axis was like way too slow, and the Y axis on the on the controller was like way too fast. And I was almost getting dizzy at one point, and so I had to like back away from the TV. And I just did not have a good experience. I was also dumb, thought I was hot stuff, dropped in Pachinki, which is like the the hot spot on the map, and I got wrecked. I had a pistol, I think, and a dude ran around the corner with a shotgun. And how? What number did you? I get? couldn't aim. Huh? What number did you get? Oh, 90? Jeez. Yeah, because yeah, like, it, it was terrible. I got, like, top 30, and I was, like, just chilling in the middle of the circle, and I was, like... Yeah. And I, when I got off, I was, like, where's Alex? Because like, you were, like, one uh, space ahead of me in the line. And so mm-hmm. I was, like, okay, well, we're starting this about the same time. And I finished. I was, like, Alex is nowhere to be seen. He, no, you know? I got wrecked. Uh, I, I, my cockiness got me. I did not know what I was getting into. And that was the story, so... Yeah. What else do you play? Um, I think I only played a couple more things. Um... I think today we played... Was it today we played uh, Party Golf? Oh, yeah, we did. So that's a game that's been out on Steam and PS4 already, but it's the first time I'd played it, and it's it's a party golf game, and you are messing around with, like, hundreds of customization options as far as map goes and map characteristics and fun little rules, and I don't know. You're, like, all racing for the... to be the first in the in the hole. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. That's what she said. Yeah. It's uh, true. Yeah, I really liked it. That game seemed pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Um, that's out now if you want to check it out, if you, like, if you want to check out gameplay or trailers. I that, imagine you can get pretty cheap. Yeah, you, I think they said uh, 15 bucks. Yeah, um, it's, coming, it's coming to Switch in October. Yes. Um, so. I like that game for like all the customization options. I think that's yeah. the thing that makes that game cool. That's a good Extra Life game. It is. It's like a good arcade Like if you have people over want to hang out play that yeah. game. Um, I played um, Break Arts 2. Beauty and Destruction. <laughs> was, that the, was that the subtitle? Well, yeah. It's a mech racing game. What is Beauty and Destruction? It's it's an armored core game with racing. Well, yeah, okay, yeah. It's like, it's it's this weird mech racing game, which sounds like a great idea. Playing it, I was like, this game is weird. Yeah. Th- this, these mechanics don't make sense. I'm sure, I'm sure there's an actual gameplay loop in there somewhere. <laughs> to, but, to be fair, the public, we were talking to the publisher... Uh, I don't think the publisher was doing a great job of like. It seemed like he didn't have all the information on the game. Yeah, um, we're in, we're, it's a racing game, but the build we were playing only had us playing. Yeah. Like it, there was nobody else. It was like you're one person, not even us against each other. It was yeah. just like one person on the track. And it's Break Arts too. The first one was a mobile game, apparently. Yeah, and it just seems like you're playing a mobile game with a controller. It just didn't feel, again, optimized for the platform. Mm-hmm. Um, I I really like the idea. You can like customize and break apart your mech and um, change how you do on the racetrack and then in the real game uh, there are up to four other racers I think on the track and you can fight each other mm. while you're racing mm. uh, I think the concept the concepts are really really cool 
Nice. But maybe not so much in execution. Well, what else did you play? I think that was pretty much it. Um, I wanted to play Tunic, uh, but I didn't get around to it. I'm going to uh, email them and see if they'll send me the PAX build so I can hopefully talk about it uh, on, a, on a future podcast. And also the devs behind Tiny Metal, which is a Advance Wars game that's coming out to the Switch this fall. They sent me their build, so I'll talk about that on, on Pixel Pulse next week. Mm. But I think that was all the games I played. Awesome, man. Uh, let's get into questions. Our topic, of the, our other topic of the show was going to be our biggest takeaways from PAX, but we have a lot of questions, and we'll probably cover that in these questions. Perfect. Um, our first question, well, this isn't a question. When I tweeted out the questions, I got, a, I got a reply from Greg Miller, which is, Motherfucker, thanks for the invite. I don't know if I, I don't know if that was a good Ray Miller voice. I was trying to do his angry voice, like when he's reading stuff in his angry. Um, I'm really tired. It's 2 a.m. Um, <laughs> but shout out to Greg Miller. <laughs> oh, Greg Miller, follow me. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. We made it. We made it. Congrats, but also. I've been saying that all weekends. So people are sick of me. You've been saying it since Friday morning. Jean Viev also followed me. Okay. Yeah. And she also friended me on PSN. Yeah. <laughs> nope. The claps are over. It's great. Let us change our name, Shuei. Uh, our actual first question comes from Sean Capri. He asks, how did you sleep last night? Uh, Sean's awesome, by the way. Sean's amazing. He's actually on the most... Re- he's on the episode of Fixable Radio that drops tomorrow. Uh, we talk about Mario plus Rabbids. But, Sean, I slept horribly, but... I was on, like, a two-inch air mattress, and your apartment's super hot, which I don't fault you for. There's a lot oh, yeah. of people in there. I don't control the weather. There's no AC. Oh, yeah, I don't control Seattle. I'm going to sleep so well on the plane tonight. Dude, I'm excited for you. Whenever it is. I also slept pretty... I I mean, I slept all right. Um, I didn't didn't ever see you sleep. I went to bed. I fell asleep early. You were awake. I woke up. You were awake. It's because no matter how late I go to sleep, I always wake up early. Yeah. And I can't control... It's not something I want to do. Sure. It's just something my body does. Yeah. And, like, as soon as, as as like, 7 a.m. hits, my body's like, well, no more for you. And I'm like, all right, well... I went to sleep at three, but I guess we're doing this. Uh, but it, I mean, I'm, it hasn't affected me as badly. Like I've been tired all weekend, but it could be worse. I sh- it should be worse. Um, and so, shout out to my body. Shout out to Sean. Sh- shout out to Sean. Uh, next question comes from Noah Friscop. He asks, "How did that dinosaur feel to sit on?" Now, <laughs> this is a reference to a, to a series of social media posts I made. He protect all with <laughs> all with different captions. Um, I posted on Twitter a picture of me uh, sitting on a dinosaur from the Ark Survival Evolved booth, um, holding a machine gun with the caption "The old blessing is th- or the old blessing can't come to the phone right now." Um, and the picture is amazing. Like the uh, whoever is running the booth and running like the camera is doing a phenomenal phenomenal job. Like the lighting, like everything is on point. Like it's not me. You just love yourself. No, I'm not saying. I'm, that's why I'm shouting out to whoever's running the booth. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a me thing. Look at Andrea. Andrea Renee's picture is awesome too, where she she's holding a spear. I look like an African overlord on, <laughs> on that dinosaur, though. Um, but yeah, dinosaur felt great to sit on. I sat on that one. Then they lined us up to an even taller one, like a, a really tall T-Rex one, T-Rex, like a something. huge T-Rex, probably life sized, and that thing was terrifying to sit on um, because I had to sign a waiver. And I was like, "Yo, this th- I could easily, very easily we fall off here, this thing." And I have I have on skinny jeans, and I did not feel in control of my legs. Yeah. Next question comes from John Opeck. He asks, "What's your advice for a successful extra life campaign?" Not uh, packs related at all. We just launched <laughs> our EL trailer over at at Explosion Pod on Twitter. 
please share your experience. Shout out to Explosion Pod, Explosion Network, Pleasure Explosion. Gurus. I'm shouting all other shows. Um, I feel like I don't know. Um, because I don't think our actual like, promotions are that great. I think uh, it's just well, have fun with it, right? Like, yeah. Because I think ours were awesome. I think our extra, actual extra life was cool. Sure. But I yeah. think our promotion was like on point. I think this year our plan is to make the actual event way more in line with the, the promo last year. Because I, I would say last year our promo was good and yeah. our event was. Our, our promo was, was way better than our event, I feel like. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not that our event was bad because I think our event was fine. But yeah. like, I mean, I, got, I was sick. Uh,. It was like a, some technical. You're taking hits of oxygen. I was taking hits of oxygen throughout the and event. I thought you were gonna die. Um, and also, I think we had never really streamed before back then. Mm-hmm. And then that was the last time we ever streamed. Yeah, so. me for me at least. Uh, so Jono, I would say just have fun with it. Um, figure out what makes figure out what's like marketable about you. Even though it's like it's that, that sounds like super gross, like because we're talking about charity, but. Just like have fun with it. See what are your strengths. Play to those. Do you have any inside jokes with your audience? Play to those. Uh, and yeah, yeah. I would say make a meme. Like find a way to meme yourself. This is like this has kind of been my. And I feel like I'm I'm giving people secrets. Jonah right now. v Dylan. Uh, don't do that. Well, yeah. actually, do it if you want. I don't really care. That's not. I mean, it's not like we invented verses. Uh, but do something. Do do something that'll become a, a movement and that'll like carry people. A movement. Yeah. <laughs> Because, like, I mean, I'm not saying that Alex Dude Less was a movement, but it did, it did kind of become, like, a meme of, like, something sure, that people yeah, people could hop yeah. onto and be like, oh, yeah, kind of like how, like, we're we're in a Facebook group right now with our uh, in a, with our friend named Will, right? Yeah. And Will is, uh, he's become, like, a huge, like, thing in that Facebook group because, one, he, like, champions uh, the game Knack like no other, mm-hmm. and so he's known as the Knack guy. Two, uh, he had this awesome orgy thing happen to him, which I won't go into details, um, but that's also that's also taking a life of its own. Like yeah. find something about you guys that can possibly take a life of its own and kind of uh, make people feel involved and engaged in sort of way, in sort of like a memeish kind of way. That's why I said meme at the beginning because like I think memes are like the future of advertisement, um, and memes are the future of like promotion. I'd say so. Memes are the future. Memes are the future. Ben Bellevue at Mr. Bento Box on Twitter asks asks why was I not invited on to the podcast. Ben, if you actually cared about us and maybe played Overwatch once in a while with us instead of complaining about not having a PlayStation at your place, maybe you'd be on this podcast right now. Yeah. Um, I got nothing to say. Yeah. I'm I got nothing to say. Just disappointed in you. You should be ben. more like Moises. Ian Prichelle, I, I never heard of him, at um, Ian Why Not on Twitter asks, favorite, favorite game of the show? Also, can we acknowledge why is everything so noisy right now? The wind's picking up. There's a freaking garbage truck a block away. Where you you were championing outside. It, it feels great and it's beautiful, but I'm just saying like it was chill earlier. This is an audio only podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying? What was the it question? Is, but I do like outside actually more than um, the question was uh, favorite game of the show. <laughs> DBZ Fighters. Yeah, that's the same for me. Yeah. Monster Prom is probably my runner up. Uh, just because how for how like unique and cool that game was. I feel like Tunic would have been mine if I got hands on, but I didn't. Um, shout out to Tunic at yeah. Tunic Game on Twitter. I think Sonic Forces was like my disappointment of the show. Yeah. That was supposed to be that was supposed to be my game of the show. Yeah, like if you if you watched me as I like waited 
and like went to play. I didn't wait because there was no line because nobody mm-hmm. wanted to play that game. Yeah. But as I walked up to the booth, it was like, okay, I'm about to play Sonic Forces. Even when we got there, I was like, guys, we're going to play Sonic Forces. <laughs> and like after we finished DB Fighters, I was like, okay, awesome. This is great. Let's go play Sonic Forces. Yeah. And I get Sonic Forces. And like, oh, there's yeah. no line, this is it. which no is a line. bad indicator. Yeah. And I like, I pick up the controller. I'm like, yeah, this is it. <laughs> and then the, the, the game starts. And I'm like, you just see my smile <laughs> gradually turn into a frown <laughs> over the course of like 30 minutes. And I'm like, yeah. oh, God. This is reality. I was like, oh wow, that was not what I wanted. Yeah, uh, yeah. DB Fighter Z and Monster Prom. Uh, Nato Johnston asks, "How was Sea of Thieves?" That's all I want to know. Tell me your secrets. The secret is, I didn't, I didn't play Sea of Thieves because I don't care about that game. That game's gonna be bad. Okay. No, I'm kidding. It's not gonna be bad, but it's walk over it's the gonna be, It's gonna be all right. Um. <laughs> You just told me to walk over the ledge. <laughs> no, of course not. Uh, I didn't play Sea of Thieves here. I might have played Sea of Thieves elsewhere. And if I had played Sea of Thieves here, I would probably say that it's a good game that's going to be good. I think that's all I can say. Awesome. Uh, we got a surprise writing question from uh, Frankie Godoy, who's in the audience. Uh, he asks, Mary Fuck Kill. Sonic the Hedgehog, rap music, your future career has <laughs> That is amazing. Oh, I mean, it's kind of, yeah, this is hard, actually. I mean, I know one. For one, kill Sonic the Hedgehog, even though I love Sonic. Oh, Sonic's like, dead in a heartbeat. Like, another. But Sonic had a no great contest. run. Like, we were here together. Sonic Mania came out, and, like, Yes, Sonic Forces, I don't re- I'm don't. i not really high for anymore. So like, he can die now. I mean, I'm like, yeah, you can die now. Um, I'm gonna marry my future. Marry rap music and fuck my uh, future career aspirations. <laughs> <laughs> That's how much I love rap music. If somebody was like, you can either be, you can either have like a a top tier job at IGN, or chance to release another album right now. I'd be oh, like, give Kanye. me another chance album. <laughs> like you can shake Kanye's hand. I'm like, okay, bring Kanye. Yeah, shake that hand. Sorry, IGN. Um. Andrew Taylor at Papa Drew Bear on Twitter asks, "Best indie you've played at PAX?" Dang it, that's I didn't want to say Monster Prom for the favorite game question because I was going to say Monster Prom for favorite indie, but it applies to both, I guess, for me. Ruiner, boom, there Play you go. Ruiner, Ruiner looks cool. It's, it doesn't seem like my kind of game because I'm not really down, down, uh, I'm not really into like the top down sure. kind of shooter. Yeah, yeah, like Alienation, Dead Nation, like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't really appeal to me, but like I like the style and like. The premise of Ruiner and the color scheme. Yeah. Everything. I might even try Can't it. Can't call it an action game early. Further clarification it's a twin stick shooter. Yeah. Next question comes from Nick Steinmetz um, at Nickman1 on, Nick on Twitter. He asks Game of the Show, which we already, already said, um, moment of the show. Uh, hanging out with all my buds on the rooftop, recording a podcast. Aww. Um, yeah, seriously, like. These events like are always granted. This is my first packs, but events in general, the best part is hanging with friends. Yeah, I think the moment for me sleeping next to you. Aw, well, I mean, for the clarification, we we're in different beds. He was on the mattress were on the we? floor. I was in my <laughs> my very small mattress that I for some reason. <laughs> By I the way, place. I walked. In, I was expecting like a master bedroom because your camera and all your videos, like your disc videos and stuff, makes your room look huge. Mm-hmm. No, and I walked in. I was like, "Oh!" I tried to tell you, 
I was well, like, I almost ordered a queen mattress. It, I don't think that would have even fit. Yeah. If you had a bed in there. I was like, <laughs> I was like, dude, uh, my, my room is small. Just FYI. that being said, your apartment's really really nice. Oh, thank with you. With an incredible view. It's a it's a very nice small apartment. Yeah. Yeah. Emphasis on small. Sure. Um. Moment of the show for me, and this is like genuine. Like usually I don't get like, like usually I don't open up because I try to be a robot as much as possible. Sure. Um. But like. What's good? We ha- there was the What's Good Games panel, right? And they asked her questions, and I think I mentioned this to you briefly earlier. Yeah. Um, but I was kind of my question was kind of kind of started off with like kind of a joke. Well, not even a joke, but like me thanking them for launching their site at, on the day and time they did because they launched their site an hour before we launched our site mm-hmm. or we relaunched OKBs like the merger and stuff like that. Yeah. And I was like, and I, I said that like as like a thank you to them, and they're like, um, or. I think Alexa Ray or Brittany, one of them, asked, like, what's the name of your site? And I was like, okay, Beast. And you hear, like, homies in the crowd, like, cheering, right? And to me, I was like, that kind of filled me with, like, this energy to where I was like, dude, I have, like, I have people that actually, like, support me. You have people in your corner. Yeah, like, I have, like, homies here that, like, that, like, in even, like, like, because I know, because, I, I mean, they're here right now, right? Rihanna, uh, Frankie, like, all these guys, right, are, like, they're, like, they're the homies, um, but at the at the same time, like it was at the mention of <laughs> Colin. I, I love Colin. I love all. The, I'm not going to name all you guys. Um, just the, more, the important ones, Rihanna and Frankie. <laughs> but no, like at the it was at the at the mention of OK Beast, right? Where you hear the crowd, and it was more. It was even more people like Zagger and, and all those guys were there. Um, and it was at the mention of OK Beast where you heard like the clapping and like in and, and the cheering, and I was like, huh? Like that really hit me. That hit me in, a, in a, like a, like a personal place because like I look back and like a year ago. Right, a year and a half ago. No, a bit, a bit over a year ago. Right, like a long time ago. Okay, Beast was just like a random like name where I was like, I want. What do I need? For, I need a name for a blog. I need something that's like super random. The I, I really like the word Beast. What can I put? There's like all thirteen year olds. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, man, Beast. Okay. Oh, okay, Beast. Right. And I beast like mode. Beast mode. Okay, Beast mode. No, so like, yeah, it turned from an idea, right, to like this thing we have now which is which blows my mind because people see it and people gravitate towards it and even at the party at the life is strange party we went to there was uh the homie tyler he like saw ben wearing the okb shirt and he was like oh dude i recognize that logo and, ben, and he was like i think he was, he was asking ben if he was part of okb and ben was like oh no i'm friends with them they're over here and tyler, and tyler introduced himself and this is a guy that like i'd never heard of never like i didn't know this guy existed but he knew of okay beast and he like he was into our videos and now we're friends. Yeah, now we're friends. And that blew, but it blew my mind that like somebody who I did not know, like, existed, right? Do like no offense to Tyler because Tyler is awesome. I know he's he exists now. He uh, uh, really shout out dude, to hardcoregamer.com. Yeah, he shout out to hardcorgamer.com. Um, but yeah, somebody who had who I I had no reference for, like sure, yeah, he just wasn't in your life. Yeah, somebody, but yeah, somebody I had no reference for was into our stuff, and that that, that really blew my mind because I was like, I didn't know that could happen, like. All, like I, I feel like I interact with most of the people that interact with our content, and so for somebody like that to come in, come and introduce themselves, I was like, that is really weird. Um, but yeah, that was my moment of the, sh- or those are my moments for the sh- other show, uh, for me. Yeah, that was cool. Trevor Starkey asks, "How's your first show as a team been?" Terrible. The worst. Um, no, this is the this is the, I think this is my best packs. This is only my second packs. I mean, yeah. But, I, I didn't really go into it like, oh, we're we're doing this team thing because we weren't really working it like Trevor was. Yeah, uh, we were kind of planning to earlier, 
uh, in the year, and then Ian dropped out. Moises couldn't make it. We got uh, we didn't get badges, and so we we're just like, oh, let's go have fun, with friends. Uh, but I guess like it, it was still fun, blessing, and I like I did like roaming the show with you, the show floor, and just kind of that that aspect of it did feel like we were here to like because we're we're doing this, we're doing cover, we'll do covers throughout the week probably, mm. uh, if anything speaks to us and we feel like writing, but. So in that sense, like in that very small, I guess, work sense, uh, it was very fun and it felt good. It felt almost official walking around with you, and mm-hmm. uh, even though we're just like everybody else, it was just taking notes on games. The little things were were fun to me. Yeah, and, and I look forward to doing it more in an official capacity in the future. Yeah, I think this has been like great, like exercise at least for yeah. like. I mean, we I made it th- I made it a thing to write down every game we played mm-hmm. so that we could talk about them and be able to give impressions because like. We, I mean, we're a very, very small site, and so we don't really get the opportunity to go to, like, GDC or any, or any of those shows and, like, really give, like, give behind-closed-door impressions. And so we got to take take the opportunity when you have it. Yeah. And this is, like, a great opportunity for that. I agree. Um, I even feel like for us, at least for me, I don't know if, uh, what you would say, but, like, for me, it was a rejuvenation of, like, okay, I got to go hard with OK Beast. Like, yeah, yeah. I like, feel, like, very much inspired. Yeah. Just throughout, like, this is, like, PAX, uh, I, I found out that, like, there's, like, so many people who come here from, like, all sorts of different places. It's huge. Like, I, you're walking around town, and you just see, like, so many people in badges. And, like, we're, like, miles and miles away from the convention center. And there's just, like, press walking around, media, mm-hmm. devs. It was, just like, very inspiring to be a part of, like, I feel like there's, like, a mini community that we kind of, like, were injected into uh, yeah. this weekend. Besides our own that we we already have. How many but, times did we run into Marty? Uh, quite a bit. I feel like he was everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, Stuff I never like said that. Hi. You just like, oh, that's that person. That's that person. Random, random. Oh, there's Ben Pack. There's Abby. There's, you know, Giant Bob. Oh, there's I didn't see. Company. I didn't talk to Abby. I feel so bad for not talking to Abby because I really wanted to talk to her because she seemed really – she seems like a very cool person. She's hilarious. Yeah, and she's funny. Uh, last question comes from Cameron Abbott um, at Unsexiest Comedian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I had to do that from the memory. If you're still taking questions, can you separate art Unsexiest from the- comedy, I think. Unsexiest comedy. Can you separate – then this has nothing to do with Pax. Can you separate art from the artist? Or how does one reconcile their love for an artist's prior work? So I think Cam's talking about my museum tweet uh, the other day. Which was? Uh, my, my beautiful oh. rap. <laughs> I'm kidding. Go, Alex, uh, made a, Alex made a uh, funny tweet and then he retweeted it. Me and Cam got it. into it. Alex retweeted his own funny tweet. Mm-hmm. Content. Which, I, I, which I make fun of Alex for. Mm-hmm. And apparently Alex and, Cam- and Cameron had fistfights over it. We did, we did. Yeah. But we still love each other at the end of the day. Uh, what's your answer? I'm working what on a video it? essay kind of about this. Um, and my my answer is that I don't have an answer. Like, for me, uh, I look at somebody like Chris Brown, right, who makes phenomenal music. but I has can't kind of done, separate him. done stupid things. I've kind of separated him at this point because, like, I mean, I have I haven't separated him, but at the same time, I when I think of Chris Brown, I don't think of the bad things he's done. I, I think of Run It forever. Uh, I think of Forever. Forever. Uh, I don't yeah. It. Um. I don't know. I don't think I can listen to his music anymore, and I feel like it just depends on the situation, um, the situation, mm-hmm. and and you know that whole thing. But yeah. But yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. It's, I think it's a case by case basis kind of thing. Yeah. Because, I can't like, think of anybody that. I don't know. I, maybe uh, this is a bad one. They're all bad. Like, if we're talking about this, we're usually talking about this in a negative light, uh, like, people. But, like, 
more so like directors I can get over it easier with than music because I feel like they're like there's way more there are way more many degrees of separation because uh, yeah. it's going through an editor it's going through a producer and there's the director like mm-hmm. Mel Gibson he's like trash um, as far as like his, his views against Jewish people and, you know, he's there's there's a long history of that but I feel like there's so many different people like I'm not thinking of him when I'm watching his movie I'm thinking of the actors in it the like the scenery, the producers. Mm-hmm. Whereas with a musician, it's like I'm staring like directly into their their thoughts and their being. Yeah. So. And even like for me, like hip hop music is like my favorite, one of my favorite things in the world. Yeah. And hip hop music is filled with a lot of artists that do a lot of bad things. Yeah. Um, and that's actually part of their music. Mm-hmm. And so it 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 makes, I I it's kind of a pick your battles kind of thing. Like sure. And even stuff like stuff like. Uh, right, gun violence or or something, or like uh, past crime, right, doesn't mm-hmm. affect me like a ra- a racist comment from a white dude, right, which is sure. like seems very imbalanced. But for me, like the things the thing the things I care about are the things I care about. Yeah. Um, in some cases, so it's like a it's like a very hard kind of thing. Um, but yeah, should we yeah. open up questions for the, to the audience? Because somebody just showed me a thing that said open up questions to the audience. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I was gonna wrap up, but anybody have any questions? Do you want to? Get Frankie in the mic. Question. Get, get in the mic. Either one. All right. So my question for you two gentlemen would be if one, say one gameplay mechanic that's currently being used in games and such were to frustrate you, or maybe so much that you want this gone, mm. either forever or just for a little while out of games, what mechanic or so, or even trend would you want gone from games currently? Yeah, so I'm going to say uh, just the, the loot boxes in Overwatch and how they corrupt the monetary. Um, I don't know. Frankie said that in a panel. <laughs> <laughs> For me, it's I it's the iconification of open world games. I really should do a video essay on this because, like, playing... What did you just say? That sounds smart. The I- <laughs> Yeah, I, I made that, that up too. Smart I right promise. There. I swear to God, I made that up too. Um, the iconification Iconica of Iconica, what? I, <laughs> iconification of open world <laughs> games. So, like playing Breath of the Wild, right, made me super mad at every other open world uh, game developer. Yeah. Because I was like, I feel like Breath of the Wild is what open world games should be. Mm-hmm. Like this is the freedom, this, freedom, let freedom e- ring. It, well, freedom, yes, but also like adventure. Yeah, and that's discovery, what I mean. And like. I'm just gonna go out there and like wherever I turn, like it's I have the choice to do whatever I want, and wherever I turn, there's something interesting. Yeah. Right. Wherein, like, in the reason I call it the iconification, right, is I look at games like like a lot of Ubisoft open world games is, or even like Horizon, I think might be might be, be an example of where you press your map, look at an icon. Which icon do I want to go to? Okay, I'm gonna go to that that icon, which is a side mission. Do that, uh, or right there. My next icon? Do that, and like it's like. As I'm writing there, nothing really interesting is happening. It's just like a grocery list. It's like yeah, it's like a grocery grocery list. Um, and like Zelda had like the tower thing, right? Kind of like how Ubisoft games had. But mm-hmm. when you go to the tower, only thing that's really revealed is the map. The map. Like not Fog no of War. no icons, nothing. Like kind of like in real life, if you were to look down, it's like okay, I have a frame of reference for what this place is. Like yeah. kind of it, it kind of makes more sense in that case. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you don't really, it doesn't really ruin the discovery aspect of it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's my answer. I'm gonna kind of uh, and for people who don't like Breath of the Wild, I'm sorry, but I don't want. And this kind of plays into the adventure thing, like or the you know the getting rid of the iconification of open world games. Uh, 
the handholdy tutorials after playing uh, Breath of the Wild, they you literally after the tomb after you get out the first thirty seconds you can do whatever you want, um, and if you want to progress a certain way and get a certain set of tools, yeah, you have to do a couple missions essentially, but. For the most part, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Um, in the game, like, the cool thing about the way Breath of the Wild opens up is that, like, the first, like, four hours of the game, um, even if it is that, is, like, basically a mini version of the whole game. Mm-hmm. It's where you get out, and it's, like, complete these four shrines. Yeah. Um, and it it's doesn't... It's foreshadowing like, for what we're getting into. Yeah, it's foreshadowing for, like, the four uh, divine beasts. And yeah. it's it lets you go. It, like, it, it's not a tutorial, um, but it gives you this. It is. Con- it's like a minimalistic tutorial. Yeah, it, gi- it, it just gives you. It gives you the environment to learn the tools that yeah. you need to. But it's not. It's Fair not teaching mind. you anything really. Yeah. Um, but it's making sure that you know what you need to know to do the rest. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So just make those tutorials optional, please. Don't tie. Don't don't tie your story, and the tutorials. Yes. But that's kind of my uh, my little. I guess that's the only thing. Any other questions, from the audience? I think we're good. Um, Should we grab no? the oh. crowd over there? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, we got. We so, so uh, what's your um, name? Um, my name. My name is Colin. Colin. Um, I'm from here in Seattle. Um, I was just kind of wondering, like, how do I get a job in the industry? <sighs> well, Colin, you gotta Man. hustle and flow. You gotta hustle and flow. Man, don't get me started. Uh, shout out to hustle and flow. Um, I don't know if you if you learn the answer, let me know. It's <laughs> my answer. According to pe- according to people in the Hashtag industry, build your brand. Hashtag SEO. According what are all those ones I used to do? According it's like my favorite game on Twitter is oh yeah, random figuring out what hashtags. Yeah, the hash, if you if you type and in hashtag marketing, marketing work. yeah, if, marketing. if you tweet hashtag marketing or any, or any kind of marketing hashtag, you just get random followers. Yeah, uh, for twenty four hours. Yeah, and then they don't follow you, but yeah. uh, no, but like for real though, like uh, the answer I get a lot is networking, which I'm horrible at, and I don't do. I was gonna say I don't do enough of, but I don't do it all to be frank. Um. Which and I should, but I'm very bad at it. Uh, and the part I am good at is is doing the thing, like making content and just doing the thing that you love. Um, and so, like once you have stuff that you do and like stuff that you can show and stuff that you're growing at and getting better at, then mm-hmm. yeah, it kind of goes from there. I haven't gotten past the the next uh, step. And so, if anybody has, let me know because you probably could use some help. Because I'm trying to get a job at Polygon. Or IGN. Yeah. Or Waypoint. Okay, we get it. <laughs> Anywhere. <laughs> or Kotaku. Take me. Or Irrational Passions. Irrational Passions, hire us. Pay me money and all, and you know, you got me. Uh, any other questions? No? Nope. Cool. Uh, thank you so much, guys, for watching and listening and being here to experience this. It's about our, yeah. This is our first live PAX podcast. This is like a monumental moment. We should need, we need we need a drink to this. Um, you can find, of course, find Alex Van Aken on Twitter at it's Van Aken. You can find me Blessing on Twitter at Blessing Junior. Remember that the OKB's podcast is a weekly gaming and nerd culture centric show. This is where we get together and talk about the biggest topics in games and culture. If you like the show, subscribe to us on your streaming service of choice. Visit OKBeast.com and follow at OKBeast now on Twitter and Instagram. I've been Blessing. That's been Alex. Alex, say bye to the people. Bye to the people.